Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast, a podcast for elementary teachers who want to feel inspired each week on your ride into school. I'm your host, Rachel, and my goal is to give you simple and actionable 21st century teaching strategies that you can take into your classroom to spark the love of learning in your students. You are already amazing, and together we're going places. Thanks for taking me along for the ride. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Classroom Commute Podcast. We have made it to May. This is exciting. We know that once you hit that May mark, that we are rounding the corner and the end of the school year is in sight. Now, I know many of you end in a few weeks. Here in New York, we actually don't end until the end of June, which seems super long, but I know that teachers here, um, where I am from, also enjoy that extra month at the end of the summer in August, while lots of teachers are going back to school in August. So it kind of uh, balances out. But when you're right here and now, Everybody just wants to be done. Well, we are getting there. Whether you have just a few weeks or a couple of months, we are getting to the end of the school year. And with the end of the school year, you have all of those wrap-up activities that you do with your students, as well as thinking about how to get your classroom in order before you can head out for the summer break. So you've got maybe things that you need to take off of the walls or things that you need to box up and put up on shelves so that your custodial staff can come in and do a nice deep clean of your classroom. There's always lots of things to do. And I don't know if you are like me, but I used to always leave that stuff to the very, very end and do it all myself after students have left for the summer. And so when I was ready to actually just get out and go, I would look back at my classroom and realize I had a ton of work to do before I could hand in my keys for the summer. So I wanted to share with you an episode that I played right around this time last year because it was a huge hit with teachers because it included a freebie that's going to help you get out of your classroom quicker and get on to summer faster. And the way that you're going to do that is to enlist your students' help. Now, I know that can feel like, oh my gosh, it's just going to create more work for myself if I have my students help me kind of box up things and clean up the classroom for the school year. But if you do it right and you set those expectations and routines, you know, I love talking about routines and procedures. If you do it right, it can be a huge help. And I've got a freebie to help you do it right. So, You're going to listen to this episode again. It's a replay from this time last year. Listen to my tips and suggestions for getting your classroom ready for summer break while using your students to help you. And trust me, they love to help. And it's a great way to kind of work as a community and take ownership of the classroom one last time before they head off. But I also am including a freebie. So you'll want to head over to the show notes where I have um, a list of task slips that you can give your students to kind of help break down all of those end-of-year cleanup activities that need to be done. So head over to the show notes, grab that. After you listen to this episode, I'm going to walk you through how to use these task slips and how to be successful with helping your students help you end the school year. All right, I won't make you wait any longer. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Classroom Commute Podcast. I'm Rachel, your host. Thanks for joining me today. I've got a really quick bite-sized episode for you, but it's going to be packed with action and a freebie. So stick around and I will let you know all about it. In today's episode, I want to give you some clear ways that you can have your students participate and help you to clean up your classroom at the end of the school year so that you are not left with 
all of the tasks yourself. There's nothing worse than having your students leave on that last day of school only to look around your classroom and see an endless to-do list that needs to be checked off before you can officially open the doors to summer break. Now, I know not everybody finishes their school year in May. If you're like me in New York, we don't finish until the end of June, but it's something that you're going to want to start thinking about and maybe having your students do a little at a time. And if you are ending in the next few weeks, then this episode couldn't come at a better time. And if you're not listening to this at the time of its recording, these are cleaning tasks that your students can do all year long to kind of help maintain your classroom. Now, as a recovering perfectionist, when it comes to my classroom, I know how hard it is to allow someone, let alone a 9, 10, 11-year-old, to come in and help you organize your classroom. It's really hard to release that responsibility onto your students. But I've also learned that being the last teacher to hang up your keys for the summer is a bit painful as well. So I've learned to loosen the ropes a little bit and enlist students' help when it comes to packing up the classroom for the year. And like I just mentioned, these are also tasks that you can do throughout the year so that you aren't always having to do one big sweep at the end of the year. And you know what? The results are surprisingly successful. It turns out that students love the responsibility of boxing up your room for the year or before a long break or even before the weekend to help you tidy up a bit. But if the thought of doing this with your students makes you cringe just a little bit, I mean, what if they do put the poetry books in with the science fiction books? What are we going to do about that? I do want to encourage you to consider letting your students help you with just a few tasks that will lighten your end of the year load a bit. So I've got a couple tips though before you actually just let your students loose in the classroom. I first suggest that you take pictures, especially if you're doing this at the end of the year. This is going to help you in the long run. If you want to remember how everything was organized or how things looked up on the wall, be sure to snap a few pictures to refer to when you go to put your classroom back together in the fall, or even if you're going to be setting up a whole new room somewhere else. It'll be really helpful for you to have those pictures to refer to. We think we're going to remember how a bulletin board looks or how we liked certain things organized, but we forget especially if you're moving to a new space. So snapping a few pictures is really going to be helpful to refer to and then help make that setup process so much faster. Next, you want to set your expectations for cleaning your classroom. Come on, you knew I was going to bring this up. I love talking about routines and procedures and behavior expectations and all of those things because they are so valuable to having things run smoothly in your classroom. So you have to make sure that you carefully model exactly how each task is to be completed. Let your students know what they should do if they run into an issue, or maybe you wanna give your students a step-by-step checklist of what they need to be doing and in what order. And along with your task checklist, you might even wanna create task baskets where you place all the materials that they'll need for a specific cleaning and organizing task. You know, things like cleaning products or paper towels or erasers or whatever they might need for their particular task. So then when you go to delegate the tasks, you hand them their checklist, you hand them their basket full of their cleaning supplies, and you send them on their way after you've gone over the expectations, of course. And so to make this actually easier for you, I have put together several cleaning task slips that you can print and cut out and give to your students. And then it makes it really simple for your students to know what to do. So some of these cleaning tasks might include discarding broken crayons or unusable crayons. So that would be on one task list and you would give that to a student and send them on their way. And then another task list might be to organize and sort crayons, markers, colored pencils by color. If you are like me and you like to have color-coded things. And maybe you give them a Ziploc baggie to store them for the summer. 
Another student's job might be to test markers to make sure that they have enough ink or get rid of ones that don't. Another task might be to wash tables or desks inside and out and chairs and cabinets and shelves. And so they would get their task list with those specific responsibilities listed out and then you would give them their basket with the supplies that they will need to complete that task. So there's a lot of little things like this that students can do for you so that it saves you time at the end of the year. So in the freebie that you can download, I actually have this in two forms. I have the individual task lists that you can give to your students. So these are just those printable, cut them out, give them to your students and send them on their way. And then I also have a master checklist so that you can actually keep track of what tasks have been done and you can check them off as students complete them. Also in the freebie, I have a list of some cleaning supplies that you might want to have on hand as well that will help you and your students complete each task. And so that's just a nice checklist for you to have in case you need to kind of take inventory in your classroom or go shopping and do whatever you need to do. So if you want access to that, just head over to the show notes at classroomnook.com forward slash podcast forward slash 69 and I'll have that link for you to download the task cards, the checklists and everything that you need. Now here's a quick bonus tip. If this is something that you think would be helpful to do throughout the year and not just at the end of the year, go ahead and print out these task lists and laminate them and then put them on like a little ring. And so throughout the year, you can pull out the ring and divvy out the tasks to the students so that this isn't just a giant thing at the end of the school year that you're doing, but rather it's something that you're keeping up with and maintaining as you go through the school year. So that's just a quick tip to help keep you organized throughout the year. If by chance you're catching this episode later or if you wanna set yourself up for success coming up in the next school year to have these ready to go so you can do these cleaning tasks throughout the school year. And that's it. I told you it was going to be a bite-sized episode today. We are all running out of mental space to take on new information anyways. So I wanted to make it short and sweet for you. So make sure you head over to the show notes, grab those free task lists and checklists, and you'll be on your way. And hopefully it will help you shave off some valuable time so you can get on your way to your summer vacation and not be the last teacher to turn in your keys. All right, that's all I have for you today. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will be back again next week with another episode. Bye for now.